This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm here in Ventura. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group. As always, Tony Shore is here with us. Tony, thanks. We started a good conversation last week. We were talking about self-reliance, kind of Getting back to the basics. Sometimes we got to do that in life, right? You know, we expand, we think, we we get out out there too far, and we got to reel it back in, and kind of talk about some of the obvious, my friend. So, how have you been? Oh, I'm doing great. Obviously, I'm on the show Good. with you. Highlight of my life, highlight of my week, as and is my mine. entire life. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But I seriously, you every week we get great financial tips from you, and ways to better our at least our financial situation. Uh, and uh, being the guru that you are, uh, and uh, right. the guru that you do is great. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. And you know, we get a lot of good feedback from our listeners too, Tony, and that and that's nice too. We get a lot of emails, we get a lot of calls, people ask questions, people follow up to our topics, and I really enjoy that because it means that the time you and I are spending on here, Tony, is certainly worth it. People are listening, people are are interested, people are engaged. And that's really what the whole point of this thing is anyways. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, that's what that's what the point is. Now, when you t- say we're going to be talking more today about uh, self-reliance, we, we covered a little bit of that last week. Uh, but what are you talking about? What are we going to cover this week? Well, just really reinforcing getting back to the basics. I mean, last week we had kind of started with these themes of, you know, what is the obvious trajectory of how we would use our income to deal with life's events, how to save for the future, how to deal with our bills and all of that kind of stuff. And the way that people commonly deal with their money, Tony, is you go work hard, you get a paycheck. When the money comes in, you pay all your bills. And then with whatever's left, you then think, okay, now I got to save for the future or do something big picture with it. And last week, if you recall, I tried to shake that thinking a little bit and said, hey, think about it this way. You have to prioritize things differently if you want to find good success in life. So when the money comes in, when you get your paycheck, first focus on how much you need to be saving for your future, for your emergency fund, for whatever it is. And then with whatever's left, start to go through a template of matching that money to what your expenses are. That is hard to do. I'm not saying that this is an easy switch that everyone can turn overnight. This is something that needs to be evaluated and worked on. But if you could do that, you will find that much more success with your retirement plans, with your big picture plans, with your financial goals, whatever that goal is, Tony. You know, if you want to buy a house, if you want to pay cash for a car, if you want to put the kids in college, it is all about prioritizing these things and then figuring out an effective roadmap to get there. So we're just kind of goofing through that some more today. Yeah, I think that sounds great. In other words, have a plan in place. To, bada bing, a lot bada of, boom. Yeah, a lot of people put it off 
or don't like to think about this because, you know, you mentioned maybe the B word budget. Uh, yeah. And I know you like to maybe uh, <laughs> call it a spending plan instead. That helps. Expenses or, or tracking yeah. your expenses. <laughs> tracking your expenses or coming up with a spending plan will soften it a bit, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Nobody likes the, the budget. Right. Makes the pill easier to swallow. But once you do one, I found out my wife and I just oh dread the budget. But once we get it done, you know, once we sit down uh, uh, once or twice a week and, and look at everything, then we the peace of mind we have afterwards. OK, now we know where we're at. Well, and there's much just better. so much self-awareness in tracking your money. I mean, last week I was saying, hey, if you can do a expense worksheet and you can identify just a few hundred bucks of things, you know, maybe getting a better deal on your cable package or your phone. But even in this world, there's just so many more things that people pay for that they don't even realize. And I just thought about this this week. I had somebody come in. They had brought in some statements of their expenses from their banks and credit cards. And every month, $7.99 for some kind of app they had on their phone that they weren't even using. So they signed up for something a while ago. It's charging them an expense. You know, do you have a Siri radio in your car? Do you use it? All those things are just these, they just bleed us, man. They're just the bleed expenses. Money just goes out, stuff we don't yep. really need. We thought we wanted it at one point. We forgot to cancel it. I mean, a lot of people pay now every year an extra cost on a vehicle is now to make your car like a like a Wi-Fi hotspot. Well, you know, is that really necessary for the extra 200 bucks a year versus having a phone that has unlimited data? So there's a lot of things that need to be evaluated, but if we can stop getting nickeled and dimed through our life, it gives us an opportunity to do better. So Tony, let's remember what the big template was here. When you talk about how to utilize the money for the big picture plans, goal one is to establish an emergency fund. That is absolute hands down goal one of anybody. And an emergency fund, you know, ideally three, six, 12 months, in my opinion, I like the 12 monther, but the reality is a three to six month emergency plan, a fund, Money sitting in cash, ready to rock and roll if you had a problem, if you lost your job, if you got hurt, is very adequate. If you don't have that, that's okay. Start with focusing on making a one-month emergency fund. Just get there. That is goal one. Once you start to establish your emergency funds, then goal two is to eliminate short-term debt. Because, you know, Tony, what do you think is the average credit card interest rate? I think it's between 15 and 25% somewhere. That's right. It's a lot, right? You know, it's a lot of guaranteed loss on that short-term debt. So yeah. paying off credit cards and any short-term loans you've taken for XYZ reasons is huge. Saving in your retirement accounts. Now, this is different for everybody. Some people do it with the money that comes from their paycheck. Some people are lucky enough to have a 401k or something with an employer. So they're doing it there. But either way, we got to make sure that money is going into our savings for whether it's home ownership, education, retirement, we need to be saving the money there. And once we have that, then we take it to the next layer, buddy. And that is now paying off long-term debts, the things that oh. normally have more reasonable interest rates, which is typically real estate and student loans. Yeah. Mortgage, mortgage and yeah, student loans. That's a huge one right now. Yeah. Tackling student. You know, I read an article um, a couple days ago that said that one in five student loans are currently sitting in default. You know, that's a pretty wow. scary statistic that's because student crazy. loans, yeah. the, the, the amount of student loans are more than credit cards, auto loans. It's one and a half trillion dollars right now. And that's starting to become a, a really defaulted asset class. 
Does anyone remember what happened when everyone defaulted on their mortgages a while back? So what yeah, happens when everyone good. starts defaulting on these things? Yeah, not that doesn't put us in a good situation. Yeah, not at all. So, but remember, the whole point of this show, Tony, is not to worry about the world, it's to worry about yourself. How can you be more self-reliant? How can you be financially secure? What are the steps that you can take to be successful? And that's what this is about. Get an emergency fund, pay off the stinking credit cards, make sure you're saving for the future, and then start tackling the longer-term debts like a house or student loans, things like that. But just get it done. And what we're talking about isn't something that's going to be buttoned up and answered and, and a done deal in the next six months. These are just long-term goals that you need to work towards over the next decade kind of a thing. Yeah. It's just the big yeah. picture. Yeah, you got to have the... You got to have the box lid. That's the most important piece of the puzzle. If you have a thousand piece puzzle and <laughs> yeah. you don't have the picture, uh, how are you going to put it together? And that's where Michael Mansfield comes in, right? That's where right. you come I, in. I help you. I help you create the picture. You know, yeah. see everybody that's listening, you're an individual. You have your own issues, your own goals, your own problems, your own passions. And so you become a unique being when it comes to shaping what I'm talking about. Because depending on what your goal is, it can be completely dependent on what your neighbor's goals are. You know, depending on how much liabilities and obligations you have would completely dictate how we would customize the approach and the plan for you. But it all starts with realizing that you want to improve. You want to use the money coming in. You want to make sure that you're in a good place. And let's be fair. The economy is booming. The last quarter GDP came in at 4.1%. Massive expansion. Things are doing good. When things are doing good is the time that you need to clean up any loose ends, any problems, any obligations. Because what happens when the world, when things start going bad? Are you getting a raise in a recession? Probably not. Are you going to go no. find, you know, the big, better job pays twice as much? Not as likely. So if now's the opportunity to get your finances under control, to secure your retirement, to become self-reliant, Let's make it happen. Come on. So, yeah, yeah. let's get motivated, right? <laughs> I, you're trying to you're trying to give us a kick in the pants, aren't you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, let's take a quick commercial break though, Tony. I think that's yeah. probably good timing for this, but hey, look. If you're treading in water and you don't know what to do and you've got debt and you're trying to save for the future and you're trying to do all these things that we're talking about, but you're just having a hard time seeing the vision, give me a call. 805-500-7035. No cost, complimentary benefit to you. I will meet with you hands down. We will discuss and organize and show you how to get on the right roadmap to find success with what you're doing. 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At the Lind Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you'd like a complimentary copy, call our office at 805-500-7035 or visit us at thelingroup.com to learn more. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Mike, great show so far, talking about the importance of really dealing with your finances. 
Is this something that uh, people come to you and ask you about? Is this something you can help people with? Everything is about numbers, Tony. So if you need help evaluating something, and I don't really care what that is, paying off credit cards, buying a car, buying a house, um, buying whatever, let's talk about it. You know, it's kind of like the joke. Remember watching Susie Orman on TV and she would say, show me the numbers. Yeah. And she'd say, denied or approved. It's kind of that conversation where, look, we just need to eliminate emotions in any consideration. And what we need to do is find a good way to tackle things. And if we can do that, we can find success. So I have all the tools. I can show you how to budget. We can discuss all the, the fancy applications. You know, the one I was looking at actually a couple of days ago was um, the app called Numbers for iPhones. It's all spreadsheeting. It's all budgeting. It's all, the, it's all putting the numbers in there so you can follow it. We literally walk around in our pocket with all the tools we need to keep track of the mess, Tony. We need to, we need to utilize that stuff. That's the power of yeah. technology. Yeah, I have, same a great, token, I have a what? great app on my phone uh, What's it called? For, for budgeting. It's called You Need a Budget, Y-N-A-B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Those, Those are good app. ones. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was the Domino's Pizza app going to well, some of your yeah. many jokes <laughs> where it's got your order pre-filled and you just click thing and then you got to watch the little red line keep moving I, along the steps. I may have one or two pizza apps on my phone. <laughs> that That may happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to admit that though. But look, we also have to be cognitive and conscious about our surroundings. I mean, one of the things I was looking at recently is since there's so much student loan obligation out there, now the big fancy thing is is scams against student loans, you know, debt relief scams. And we just got to be aware of what's going on. First and foremost, if anybody calls you about your student loans, and says that they're going to clean them up, they're calling from the student loan company, anything like that, and they require any kind of payment, eh, wrong. Mm -hmm. Anything that's done with the government student loans and even the private student loans, internal services that they offer, they offer them for free to help people with their student loans. So anybody asking for any kind of money is a fundamental problem, but this is becoming a big, giant issue. So don't get duped based on the excitement of somebody, you know, asking you for money to help clean this stuff up because they're calling from the company because they're not. The other thing too is anybody that asks for your student loan ID number, I think they call it a federal student aid ID. Nobody's ever going to ask for that over the phone. So don't be giving that stuff out. People have a bad, bad habit of giving out information. And I get it. Uh, my mom, Deborah Mansfield, the other day she gets a phone call. This is like two weeks ago. She gets a phone call from the social security office. What did it say? Oh, hey, um, yeah, you owe us a bunch of money. We can take a payment over the phone. And she mm. said, whoa. And we've talked about this quite a bit. So she was you know, a little suspicious, we'll say. Yeah. And she said, well, okay, well, what's your name and what's the phone number? I need to get my husband involved and we'll get back to you. And so she got some basic information, hangs up on him, comes and says it to me. I'm down the hall here working at the office because she's sure. in the next office over. And I'm like, oh, man, you got scammed. And, but she was upset. She was she was still like, Mike, the, the IRS called. And I realized, you know, this doesn't seem right. But emotionally, this is very concerning. I said, yeah, you know, it's just an auto dialer. You were just the next sucker that picked up the phone. But uh -huh. but what happened was I, we were, I was entertained by this. So I called the number right back. So let's call him back. I want more information. And so we called the number back. And what happens? Has anyone ever tried to call the IRS? I can tell you what, I've called them a lot over the years to ask questions about things. 
it takes me like a week and a half to get through. It seems like, sure. you know, you got to push all the, 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 you know, the menu options and then on hold. And then do you want to use the callback feature and blah, blah, you know, it's this, it's this massive effort. So we call back and what happens? Do I go into the, no, someone answers the phone. Some lady <laughs> with, with a very heavy accent. <laughs> Hello, IRS. And I'm like, Oh, this is the IRS. Fantastic. What I need, I, I need, you know, I need to talk to you. Here's the phone number you called. I need, I need more information. Oh no, we're just here to accept payments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But how many people have phoned for that, Tony? Oh, that's sad too. And, and it has and nothing to do with being. It's just emotions overtake us. If I yeah. got a, I got a letter. I got actually a refund. I never get refunds. For some reason, I got a refund this year for something with the IRS. And when I, when I got my mail and I saw a letter from the IRS, was I excited? No stinking way. I was well, horrified. No. Oh, yes. no, they found me. It's all over. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just for some reason, the connotation of IRS scares us. And so getting that phone call and saying you screwed up, you owe money instantly puts people into survival mode, it seems like. Yeah. You got to be careful about this stuff. You know, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, you have to you have to be able to uh, discern many things for yourself because you can have a great financial planner like yourself and you need one, but you're not there every day to help people manage phone calls. Right. You're right. And, and to be fair, I, I have a short list. Fortunately, it's only short, but I know a number of people that have physically fallen into this trap. And I know one person in particular that in a very emotional state over a period of time ended up giving away over $800,000 to one of these things. Oh my goodness. Yeah, incredibly scary. You're talking about a lot of different things here, and we even talked about how you need to be self-reliant and avoid scams. Be careful with your money. Um, you know, treat your money uh, with the value it has, uh, which right. is a lot, uh, especially if you're going to need it later in life or for emergencies or to pay those bills each month. So, uh, you know, we have to have a plan in place. And we have to know the different strategies to maximize our income. And that's something else you help with. But uh, I like talking about how we can be self-reliant as well. Well, and it's such a simple theme, you know, is what we're talking about is not some fancy, you know, way to fundamentally top down analyze a company's worth and stock evaluation and how to put options against it. We're not, you know, we're not in the weeds today. We're just kind of talking about the obvious because the obvious sometimes eludes us. People love to complicate their lives. I mean, one of the things that I deal with with clients all the time, Tony, is should I take some money that I got, no matter how you got it, oftentimes this conversation exists with inheritances, and should I buy real estate? Maybe I'll go get some rental income, which is a totally cool idea. I like real estate. If you read my books, I talk about external cash flows pension, social security, you know, side businesses, but certainly rental income. It's the only asset class in a lot of ways where you're not just totally obviously always drawing down on the principal. It's just kind of a different thing. And there's some cool tax benefits. However, buying a rental property does inherently complicate your life, right? If you buy right. it out of state, now you got to file another state tax return. If you buy it in the state, you don't. But you're also introducing a third party into your life because, you know, if someone gets mad because the step was wobbly or there's a spot of mold on the shower. All of a sudden, you know, you've got this problem. People are all upset and worked up. But 
I talk about cash flow, Tony, as what I love. And cash flow is derived in two ways. It's money coming in, so the more money you got coming in, hooray. But cash flow is also created by money not going out, if that makes sense, right? The right. more you can have it coming in and the less you got it going out, you look like a superhero in Cashville-ville. Cashflowville. Yeah. Like, well, oh. you're just that's a just a long way of saying saving. We need to be saving money, right? Well, kind of. I want to I want to increase or the cash flow. Spending. And so one of the ways that we can deal with this as I had mentioned earlier is you start to tackle long-term debt. See, people are like, "Oh, my 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 mortgage though gives me a, a nice tax deduction." Well, does it really anymore? I mean, the standard deduction if you're married filed jointly just went up to 24,000. So how much you got to have a pretty giant mortgage to justify, you know, not you know, being able to itemize these days. So, you know, you have to start evaluating the real benefit of debt obligations. But what happens is what if you could use that money, that cash you got, that inheritance, that thing, and instead of buying a rental property, what if you internally put it down on your own residence to bring down the mortgage payment? Tony, wow. have you ever heard of what's called a recast? I've heard the term. Oh, well, you're the first. I feel like I said it to everybody, like, oh, what's that? Well, so, I think I've heard you mention it before. Oh, I, do, I don't know me. what it is. Oh, I, I, I put a trap for myself. You heard it from yeah. me. Yeah. The, um, so it's kind of funny. I, I have a lot of clients doing recasting. And a lot of people have never heard about it before I bring it up. And so traditionally, if you have a mortgage, Tony, you've got your interest rate and you've got the length of the loan kind of thing. So you've got your principal and interest and taxes and all that stuff are kind of their own island. But focusing on principal and interest, how do you traditionally mess with or change your loan? Most people go get a refi, right? They refinance their house. You get a new rate. You get a new mortgage length. You get to do a mountain of paperwork. Uh, you get to pay some costs and some fees. It's quite an exhausting exercise these days to refinance your home. First yeah. statement. I don't know if you've done a refinance lately. Um, not super recent, but when the rates were really low, we did refinance. Yeah, but it's a lot of effort. I mean, it, you, know, you have they, to go through. Yeah, you have to jump through the hoops. Absolutely. So. That's a tough one. It costs money. It's a hassle. But why do people commonly, the, the beef that I see here and also feel myself when you consider it, is what stops from someone from just wanting to make a principal reduction payment? Normally, if you came into some money and you had 20, 30, 50 grand, whatever the number was, and you tossed it down on your mortgage, the very next month, Tony, how much is your mortgage payment? Well, it would be the same, right? Yeah, it'd be the same. And that's the frustration that people have. Why do I want to throw a bunch of my liquid cash at something where the very next month I still have the same problem? See, making a principal reduction payment on your mortgage, all it does is shorten the length of your loan, you know, which is nice someday, but certainly not nice today. So a lot of lenders, they have something called a recast and it's the same as a principal reduction payment, but instead of shortening the length of your loan, it automatically re recalibrates your payment and drops your payment the very ah, next month. Ah, that's what a recast is. I like which the is, sound of that. Which is very cool. And to be fair, with a lot of people, I've seen recast costs as much as nothing, up to like 150 bucks. So it really doesn't cost anything to do. You have to be conscious about it because not all lenders will let you do them very often. Some will only allow you to do them a couple times, some unlimited. But the idea is, is it's instant gratification. If you had some cash 
you throw it on your mortgage. It costs you nothing really to do this. The very next month, your mortgage payment is less. Well, you just guaranteed that rate of return from just interest on, on that cash, you know, from the interest on the loans, that's a guaranteed return. But if you also recalculate it based on how much your payment drops versus how much you invested, normally the cash flow is a lot higher. I mean, just to give an example, I recently had someone put $100,000 down on their mortgage. It saved them $700 a month the very next month. Wow. Yeah. But from a sense of cash flow, 700 a month, that's 8,400 a year over a hundred grand. That's an 8.4% cash flow off of your money that was just sitting in cash. Oh, to that's me, huge. that's a shamokin deal. Yeah. I mean, how so cool is that? So if you're in a situation where you can do something like that, I mean, obviously uh, it, it depends on what situation people are in and what their mortgage is like and their exactly. company and how much money they have. But yeah, uh, that is huge. Well, what I'm trying to highlight, Tony, is there's options. There's always things to consider that a lot of people aren't thinking about. And so when tackling debt and dealing with homes and student loans and all of these different things, you have choices. And using somebody like me gives you the opportunity to kind of reevaluate this stuff to see what makes sense. Maybe I can bring you some ideas, give you some things you weren't thinking about. Because to be honest, like that recast thing, you're right, Tony. It's not right for everybody. However, I would say 10 out of 10 people I talked to about it have never really heard about it before and didn't even know it was an option. Hmm. That's so in crazy. that scenario, hey, use someone like me. Yeah, I deal with this stuff all day long. I research this stuff all the time. I love this stuff. I want to find the best angle. I want to beat the system. But guess yeah. what, Tony? We're out of time. Oh, you guessed right, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was so, just about to tell you that. Oh, you, you were going to shut me down? Thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. No, Tony, great, love great doing show. this with you, man. Appreciate it every week. I'm glad you, you come over here and, and put the time in with us. Um, the, the feedback that I get from the listeners is that they like your voice better than mine, so we need to start oh. shifting and allowing oh. you to, to speak more. I <laughs> know. Uh, I'm not the one with all the knowledge too important. Oh, right. I, I'm you, just here for I'm just here for my good looks. Uh, that's basically that. it. And you make it fun. You you make boring Mike sound fun. So <laughs> we appreciate that. All right. Well, hey, great show today, but we're out of time. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing host, Mike Mansfield. Mike, how do they get a hold of you? Um, look, if you have questions about your self-reliance, about becoming financially secure, about the topic of the show or anything else, give me a call. 805 805- 500-7035-805-500-7035. Go to my main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And look, we're right here smack dab in the middle of Ventura. We're on Victoria across the street from the government center. We are easy to find. But hey, we love our listeners. We appreciate you guys. We will be back the same time, same place next week. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 